October the 20th, 2022, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. And Charles. Give me, that cheered me up right there. It is good. I feel like this is Yeah, we did not. They told him there on the cross. Nope. Don't know that verse. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
But it's a, it sounds good. <laughs> so Megan's not with us. I guess you figured that. Megan is not here. I probably said this yesterday, but she is staying with our oldest daughter, Kayla, who just had our sixth grandbaby. Showed a picture of her yesterday. But can you really see her too much? Here she is. Boom. Look at that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful grandgirl right there. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord. So she is helping Kayla because, you know, they got five other kids. Uh, Going to help her this week. So she won't be with us tomorrow either. But, boy, it's good to be here. It's Thursday. We're getting back in the routine of things. If you live anywhere close, we've got our annual Nesbitt's Hayride coming up. The 30th of this month, this hillside will be full of people. Probably very full we, Yeah. We invite the whole community and anybody that wants to come to come. And uh, we've never been, we've never not been able to get everybody here on the hill. I bush hog all the fields and everybody parks out in the fields. And then I, I just run the hayride just over and over and over. And my brother, Lee, comes over and he runs a big old fire and people just stand around the fire and kids play on the playground and we eat a bunch of food because it's a bring a dish event so if you're within driving distance or you want to come and get you a room in Carthage and come up just come on we're in Revelation chapter 11 hallelujah and uh, we have special guest brother Charles McFarland is right here and just so you know, you're welcome at any time. I'll scoot over and you can just come right around here and <laughs> say anything you want to say, my brother. Yeah. And uh, just feel like you have an open, and, an open door. Does that make sense? Appreciate it. All right. So we're in Revelation chapter 11. We're going to start now with verse 11. And let's go ahead and read. Uh, let's say, let's read 11. Through 15 quickly here we go now after the three and a half days the breath of life the breath of life from God entered them they stood on their feet and great fear fell on all those who saw them and they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them come up here and they ascended to heaven in a cloud and their enemies saw them and in the same hour, there was a great earthquake. The tenth of the city fell. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed. Now, when it says the tenth of the city, it's talking about Jerusalem. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed, and the rest were afraid, gave glory to the God of heaven. Now listen to verse 14. The second woe is past behold the third woe cometh coming comes quickly then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ he shall reign forever and ever Hallelujah. So this is a Bible study. We're going verse by verse through the book of Revelation here on this Daybreak Bible study. We study the Bible as if, and we're studying Revelation as if it's meaning what it says. 
and me and Brother Charles was talking about this after after Bible study yesterday. And uh, we know that there's many different views, especially when you get to Revelation. But what what we're trying to do here is, is if it means what it says, here's the picture it's painting. You know? And you spiritualize things, you can do anything. Some of them you have to spiritualize because the text makes you. But many times, as I've told you before, in the book of Revelation, it'll tell you when something's spiritual. It'll say, yeah, you know, like back here, the candlestick, you know, it'll tell you that you can see for the coffee, yeah. the yeah. donut coffee. Coffee there. <laughs> yeah. I did. But yeah, <laughs> thank you. The candlestick, he says, the candlesticks, that's the seven churches. Right? So you know, the, the spirit of the Lord told the stars, that's the angels. And he would tell, this is what this means, and this is what you're looking at. When he doesn't, then sometimes he says, no. Remember when we were back in, was it chapter 10? The seven thunders uttered voices, and John heard them and understood them. We seen that. How, how We saw that. How did we know that John understood them? Because he says, I was about to write. He was going to write what they said. And then the voice said, no, 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 don't write it. Don't write it. So this is a message, end time message, that is not for us to know yet. Uh, so anyway, here we are. It's We talked about this yesterday, but when they have finished their testimony, these two powerful prophets, whoever you think they are, who these two powerful prophets have a witness for three and a half years. 42 months. Nobody can touch them during this time. During this time, Jerusalem is under siege. The prophets are prophesying in Jerusalem as well. We've already studied about 144,000 that are also preaching. We will see them again in chapter 14. Because this book is revolving around a three and a half year period of time, or most of it is. Much of it is. Now, when I say much of it, I'm, I'm not talking about the church age point that we studied, but we have a time period that it's talking about. Then we get here, and we, we've been studying the trumpets. One, trumpet two, trumpet three, trumpet four, remember? Then five, six, and seven are called the three woes. So the first woe is number five. We read that. The second woe was trumpet six. The, the, there was a trumpet blast. We read about that, and then there's what we call parenthetical chapters where we have these things inserted, and he gives us more explanation or gives John more explanation, and he's explaining more about what's going on, and that's what he's been writing about and we've been reading. So then when we get here, what has happened is the Antichrist, and as we know, there's many Antichrists, but at the end, there is the Antichrist. What all of the others have been a picture of, been a shadow of, and it doesn't matter. There's so many that can fill in that blank, right? I mean, Hitler, oh boy, yeah. But there's one worse than Hitler coming, right? Uh, Antiochus Epiphanes from before the days of Jesus, you, you better believe it. But there's a greater Antiochus Epiphanes coming. So they have an allotted time and during this time as we spoke about yesterday nobody can touch them they they have the power it's as if god gives them the power to call down plagues and they can call down whatever plagues they want they can shut heaven 
They can call down fire. They can turn water into blood, whatever. Now, here's what it says. When they finished their testimony in verse 7, when they finished their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit, and we're going to read about him as well, he made war and he kills them. That is to say, God allows them to be killed. He allows them to be killed. Now, when he is killed, we, so we, we're recapping, they lie dead in the streets of Jerusalem for three and a half days. Now, they would, lay, they would lay in the street longer than that, but they're not going to bury their bodies. But we, what we read yesterday, it's as if how people celebrate Christmas today, it's like a Christmas time has happened. When they kill these prophets, the evil world, the wicked world is rejoicing. I mean, they're shouting hallelujahs in their way, not hallelujahs. That's praise the Lord. They don't love the Lord. But... They are sending gifts to each other. Think about that. When you're really happy, you give people gifts, right? They are so happy. They're making merry. They're having a party. They're giving gifts to each other. And then verse 11 came where we started today. Three and a half days, what happens? It says the breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet. Now imagine this. Everybody's rejoicing. And everybody's looking at these two dead. Now, I could see, you know, I could see people's watching it on their phone, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Facebook, Messenger, you know, they're looking, they're like, oh, my goodness, and they're rejoicing. Yay, the, our, our guy has won. Oops, they're alive. And then all of a sudden they stand up. <laughs> what happened? They stood up on their feet, and when they stand up on their feet, verse 12, now listen to this. They heard a loud voice from heaven. Who is the they there? <clears throat> they heard a loud voice from heaven. All the people shouting and happy hears a voice from God. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the voice say? Come up here. Hello. Them. <laughs> And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. Now, this is a key. I want to draw this out. Their enemies saw them. So everybody is looking at them. They're beholding them. And when the breath of God comes into them and they stand on their feet, here's the picture it's given us. Put it in movie. Put it in film. They, they come back to life, and they get up, and they stand up. And I can just imagine people going, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's happening? Then they hear the voice, loud voice from heaven, come up here. <laughs> come up here. <laughs> I don't know how it would sound. Like, like you hollered at me this morning. Yeah, come up here, Matt. Coffee's on. Uh, come up here. But here's, here's, the, here's the key. Their enemies saw them. And when they left and they see them go up into the cloud, oh my goodness, in the same hour. Now we're not talking about a day, we're talking about the hour. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake. Now imagine that. They hear the thunderous voice of God saying, come up here. All of a sudden they see these two powerful prophets that tormented 
the wicked people of God, right? Just start floating up in the air. Tormented the wicked people that didn't want God. The enemies of God, excuse me. And they see them going up and in the same hour, an earthquake hits. I mean, it, it has happened. And they are losing their mind. And I put this in the, the, the repentant remnant because an earthquake, the tenth of the city fell. We're talking about the city of Jerusalem. We're not talking about Beijing. We're not talking about New York. Now, I know a lot of people might say that is, but I'm reading it just like, remember, they're, wit they're witnessing in the city where the Lord was crucified. That's Jerusalem. Now, at this time, it's so wicked, it's called Sodom and Egypt, but it's Jerusalem, and the tenth of the city falls. This is, this is where we're talking about. 7,000 people are killed like that. Boom. What happens to the rest? They were afraid, and look, look at this. The rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. They had a change of heart. You want to say something? Come yeah, on around yeah, here. Yeah. Come on. Just, just a quick, and then, and, and then <laughs> it says the second woe is past. So to say this, the earthquake ends the second woe, which is the fifth trumpet. So the sounding of the fifth trumpet has a period of time to it. Go. Yeah. Well, the, the reason all those people that, that have been, they've been those people that are partying and everything, those people, the ungodly people and everything, the ones that didn't believe the witness, the testimony of those two witnesses, now it's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Let's see who I wrote it down. Incontrovertible proof that their message was true, <clears throat> that Jesus is God and Messiah. Yes. So now instead of partying, they're going, oh, oh my goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. That's, 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 that's it. It's the <laughs> proof. I, I may have been there. Think about that. Now think about everybody. Now this is how I view it. Everybody watching on their phones. Yeah. Everybody watching on the computer. All over the Everybody's world. Everybody's got it on YouTube. Hey, live on YouTube. Remember, I've watched things, especially during COVID, there would be thousands and thousands of people watching things on COVID. And I would click in, listening to doctors talk on the other side of the world. Yep. And you're watching it live. Now imagine that. You know, people's got their phones out. They come up. And just like Brother Charles said, now it's proven. Yeah. What, what have they been preaching? What have they been telling? They've been preaching the gospel. Yeah. What's the 144 been doing? Preaching the gospel. What's the world been doing? Killing saints. They've been killing saints. This is a, this is a, the, a, a wonderful time for saints and a hard time for saints. Yeah. This is the time where, remember when we got into the seals, remember that we seen those under the altar that had been beheaded for the, their witness? You see, we're, we're looking at the same people who beheaded them for their witness. It was the beast. We, we're going to find that because we're going to be, because John's going to give us more information. In Revelation 20, who comes to life and reigns with Jesus? Those who are beheaded, who didn't take the mark of the beast. They're part of the resurrection and they reign with Christ. Who gets to reign with Christ? Wow, this is good stuff.
And the world, just like Brother Charles said, the world goes, it's true. Now it's over. And that's what the seventh angel brings in. When the seventh angel sounds, and remember we read this, and let's, let's end our Bible study today going back to chapter 10, verse 7. Back to chapter 10, verse 7. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God should be or would be finished as he declared unto his servants the prophets. So there's a mystery. There's a mystery. Everybody knows. Every preacher knows, all right? Every pastor knows. There's a mystery. Some of these things are hard to understand. We, 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 have, we have what we know and what we preach. The things that are revealed, they belong to us and our children. What is that, Deuteronomy 29, 29? The secret things belong unto the Lord. The things that are revealed, they are for us and for our children. But there are, there's a mystery. There's even a mystery in prophecy. There's a mystery about the end time. That's why everybody debates and, degrees, uh, debates and discusses so much the book of Revelation. It's because... There's things we know, we know what it says, but exactly how it's going to go down, everybody's got a little different opinion, right? Well, I mean, it's because, but in the days, 10 verse 7, in the days, plural. Now, this is key. We, you don't see the sounding of the trumpet is like, okay, dude, and it's over. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh trumpet, this lasts a period of time. What happens? Then he says in this same verse, when he is about to sound, what we just read, what Brother Charles just brought out, when he's about to sound, because that's what's going to happen in verse 15, they all behold them, they hear the voice, they behold the witnesses go up, the earthquake hits Jerusalem. A tenth of the city falls. 7,000 people are killed immediately. And the rest of the people in Jerusalem are like, uh-oh. They give glory to God in, in a spot, in a moment. Now they are turning to God. It's beautiful. Everything that happens is God trying to bring salvation yep. and save people. But they won't hear won't hear, won't hear. Then, when they give glory to God, John said, the second woe is over. And now the seventh angel is about to sound, which means the mystery of God is over. There's no secrets anymore. It's not going to be hidden anymore. Now everything is known. The seventh angel sounds, and there's the rapture. We'll talk about that tomorrow. The second woe is over, and the third woe comes quickly. Quickly. It's coming now. It's coming. Right? When that second woe is over. And uh, what we're going to read tomorrow, we're going to look in First uh, Corinthians 15. We're going to read that again. At the last trumpet, something takes place. Paul, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you believe that the Holy Spirit wrote the Scriptures then we know what the last trumpet is because we're just about to read it. And he says at the last trumpet, the trumpet shall sound 
the dead will be raised. So after the witnesses go up, guess what happens? After the earthquakes happens, a resurrection is coming. Yes. We'll talk about that tomorrow here on Daybreak on this channel. What channel is this? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Did you have anything you wanted to say, my love? Love y'all. You guys in the living room, you got anything you want to say? It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> it is. Thursday. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That's the, that prayer is answered for sure at the sounding of the seventh trumpet. Amen. Amen. See you tomorrow, guys. Love y'all. Remember to comment.